0: When's the right time to tell someone you're dating that you're autistic? Let's talk about it. So I get this question quite often, and if it's not in the form of when do I tell someone I'm dating that I'm autistic, it's usually in the form of when do I tell someone I'm autistic in general? And this is a very valid concern or something for a newly diagnosed person to think about, if not just someone with a diagnosis period, whether that's BPD, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, ADHD, and the list goes on. I think a lot of the reasons why this is such an important conversation is because we, as a society, kind of learn to have these very negative outlooks on those out there with mental health disorders or developmental disorders, even though I do genuinely and generally believe that everyone has some sort of disorder to some sort of capacity. I think it's pretty safe to say that most people live with some form of anxiety, at least. I want us to start to think about Mental health disorders as something that is just a part of the human experience. And it doesn't have to mean that you are a healthy person or not. It doesn't have to mean you're a good person or not. I do think there's a lot of people out there living with mental health disorders that are extremely empathetic, extremely healthy. Having one doesn't negate the other, you know? Likewise, people with mental health disorders can go on and live healthy, fulfilling, and flourishing lives out there. But with that being said, let's get into some of the things that I think you should consider when you are in a position where you are debating whether or not you should tell someone that you're dating about your autism and that is something that you are currently working through. But before you even think about when you should tell someone about your autism or how you should tell someone about your diagnosis, I think it's important for you to understand how you feel about your diagnosis. I think it's so important for you to give yourself the time that you need to process your diagnosis, what it means to to you and how it affects you. How can you convey or even communicate to someone about something if you yourself have not established how you feel and what you think about that exact thing to begin with? This also applies for those out there who have long been diagnosed as well. I think it's really normal and healthy for you to cyclically always reflect back on your diagnosis and how you feel about it. Sometimes you may think you established what your opinions are, but people are Ever changing circumstances in your life are ever-changing as well so it would make sense that even though you were diagnosed way back when you might have arrived at a time in your life where your viewpoints might have changed you as a person might change and so therefore how you understand and think about your autism may change as well do you feel free with your diagnosis do you feel ashamed about it Do you feel proud of it? Do you feel indifferent about it? Does it not really make a difference to you? Maybe you have everything of each of those. I genuinely don't think it's a good idea to talk about your diagnosis with someone unless you are somewhat comfortable with it first. I say this very carefully because I don't wanna encourage people out there to just keep things to themselves all the time and not share anything. There's a lot of benefits from sharing about your experiences and yourself to other people. But the reason why I say to make sure you're comfortable with your diagnosis first is because that is a very sensitive topic, you know? And that is something that is not going to change. You can't like work on yourself and then all of a sudden the autism disappears. This is something that is just a part of you and will be a part of you till the day you're gone. Coupled with the fact that you cannot control what someone else thinks and feels about your diagnosis and you can't control how they react to it. If you yourself are not in a place where you have a very strong relationship with your diagnosis, it just is not going to be a fun experience if they say something that really hurts your feelings or shapes your viewpoint of yourself in a negative way. There's just certain times in your life where it's not about hiding that part of yourself, it's just having enough discernment as to whether or not you're in a good place to share that part of yourself. And just because you're not ready currently or maybe in the near future doesn't mean you'll never be ready. Whether that's a week, whether that's a month, whether that's a year or a few years. Give yourself the amount of time you need to solidify your relationship with your autism and feel comfort in it before you start to share it with those out there because, you know, there's a lot of misconceptions on autism. So in that sense, when you share your diagnosis with the other person, you kind of have to be ready to walk them through being able to process that diagnosis, be ready to educate them on what this diagnosis means. Let's say you're comfortable with your diagnosis. What do you do then? Some things that you should really consider is what your relationship is like with this other person. Are your needs met within this connection or relationship? Do you guys have good communication? I feel like Good communication is so essential in any sort of partnership. I know we hear that all the time, but sometimes cliches are really cliches for a reason. When we're talking about relationships, right, We're talking about two human beings who are choosing to be with one another, who are choosing to be in a partnership. And a lot of the times, you and the other person are two completely different people, two different backgrounds, upbringings, thought processes, moral compasses, ways of communicating, ways of doing things. And so... A lot of the times what that means is you guys are bound to clash, you guys are bound to have misunderstandings and even disagreements, right? But what makes all of that easier to deal with and what establishes a healthy relationship is just a baseline of good communication. I know for myself, I've been in relationships where the communication was so bad that any little thing could literally explode into the biggest arguments for literally no reason. Like the type of arguments where later on, when you're reflecting on it or venting about it to a friend, and they ask you, What were you guys even fighting about to get to that point? and you try your hardest to think back to what even started the argument and you just cannot seem to remember it because it was just so small and minuscule, which is so upsetting because you guys got to a point of emotional distress, maybe even physical distress over, you know, not being able to choose what to eat for dinner, for example. On the other hand, when you have a really good established communication with your partner, you guys are able to talk through the hardest things with so much ease it truly makes such a big difference. But if you guys don't have a naturally compatible communication style, there at least has to be the want to become aligned in that communication style. If the other person's not willing to align in that sense, if you're not willing to align in this sense, it's just not gonna work. You guys can love each other as much as you want to, but it's just gonna be really hard It's going to feel like you're running upstream on a river and things are just constantly going to be pushing you down and you're going to feel like you can never get rest. Autism is going to be a subject matter in your relationship even outside of sharing your diagnosis. That is going to be an ongoing subject throughout the whole relationship because it's going to affect how you process things, how you relate to other people, how you operate within the world. So that's going to be something you're going to be touching on in so many different ways different ways throughout the relationship. So good communication is going to be a baseline and a necessity. If you find that you are constantly having these fights with your partner, you guys cannot seem to work through conflict and resolution relatively smoothly. It's really not worth it in general and I don't think it's gonna be worth it for you to share such an important aspect of yourself with this other person. Other than good communication skills, I think another baseline thing is whether or not you guys respect each other and this kind of goes hand in hand with good communication right I feel like an aspect of having good communication with another person is just having a respect for the other person enough respect for them to be able to hear them out to be able to listen to be able to take into account what they're sharing with you to be able to be open with them and to not feel the need to project your negativity onto them just because you're going through a hard time There's ways to share things that are not always positive that could be a little bit heavier, right? In a way that still respects the other person. And so respect is a huge thing. You hear relationship therapists always talk about the aspects of relationships that are bound to lead to a breakup or divorce. Things like contempt, resentment. And a lot of the times those attributes are linked to a baseline of not respecting the other person is what it ultimately is. And respect and love is different you know you can love someone you can even be in love with someone but you could also not respect them those two don't necessarily go hand in hand the amount of times i've seen couples who are in these unhealthy relationships and they can't seem to be happy or satisfied but they can't seem to break up either are usually people who are in love with each other or love each other so much but they just don't respect each other and that's why they're so unhappy that's why they have horrible communication and that's why they're so unsatisfied and can't seem to just resolve any sort of conflicts that come up. Another thing you should consider is, do the both of you have the openness to learn and grow from each other and with each other? The reason why I say this is because there's certain people out there for whatever reason that are not open to growth. They're not open to learning about others, learning about themselves, integrating new lessons into their life. I think a lot of the times it could be because of trauma, right? A part of stability is keeping everything the same all the time, whether that's your physical environment or your mental and emotional state of being. And I'm sure this can work with someone who is also not really interested in expanding their viewpoints and how they do things. I'm not necessarily saying that's a wrong thing. I do think everyone has certain things that works for them in certain points in their lives for a reason. I know I've been, Through different points in my life where it was necessary for me to hunker down and not really look to grow and there's other points in my life where all i do is growth and it's just this huge uprooting from what i'm used to and this is kind of a good reminder that no matter what you're doing in your life you should always be checking in on where you're at so that you can make a better decision as to what you need to look for in your other person once you are diagnosed with your autism the journey has begun already like It's already begun before you sought your diagnosis because there was this whole thing you had to go through to even realize I may have autism. And it's a whole journey to get into that office for the assessment. And once you're actually diagnosed, it's like you now have to begin the ongoing journey of relearning about yourself and learning about how you can integrate your autism into your life because you're on this journey, right? it's necessary for your other person to be a person that is open to growth as well to learning about autism from you open to learning about your autism in specific what your needs are how that affects your guys' connection and relationships what you need from them what they can ask from you and also just be open in general that their relationship with you is most likely going to be very different from what they had with past partners And this also applies to you. Your relationship with them is most likely gonna be completely different when it comes to your past relationships. It's also important that you guys are in alignment with core values. The reason why I didn't put this higher up on the list is because of the communication thing and the openness thing. I feel like you guys don't necessarily have to align on every value if you guys have good communication and if you guys are open. And the reason why I say this is because as long as you you respect another person you're willing to listen to them you're willing to communicate with them they're willing to listen to you and communicate openly with you you guys are open to learning from each other and growing from each other a lot of the times what that means is your core values may be open to change as well and that is such a beautiful part of having a relationship with healthy communication you guys have the freedom to change as people and learn from each other without feeling shame without feeling guilt without feeling this weird stubbornness to hold on to old ways of doing things and thinking about things. But with that being said, I do think there are core things you guys do have to align on in general, just because I don't think you can necessarily convince someone to have kids if they don't want to have kids, or you can't really convince someone to get married if they don't want to get married. There's just certain things where you can't convince someone and you shouldn't have to. Another thing you should really consider is, do you feel safe with this person? Safety is a subjective and objective topic. I think a part of feeling safe with someone is whether or not everything I just talked about is being met within your relationship. But safety could also be your physical response to that person. Do you have a tendency to feel very anxious, very on edge or depleted or depressed? If you find yourself feeling physically unsafe or uncomfortable, it's a good time for you to reflect on why that is and where it comes from, right? Either way, how safe you feel with the person can kind of help you make a decision as to whether or not you wanna tell them about your diagnosis and when you wanna tell them about it, if you want to which kind of goes into the topic of when, if you do decide you wanna tell them about the diagnosis. This is going to be different for everyone, but I am going to take this time to share my personal experiences with this topic. With my ex-partner, I was not yet diagnosed with Anything. I wasn't diagnosed with ADHD. I wasn't yet diagnosed with the autism. I wasn't yet diagnosed with the endometriosis. I was struggling with all of those things, but I wasn't diagnosed with them. And so when I was with my ex-partner, I was discovering so much about myself. And I think a lot of it has to do with covid and being quarantined at home you're kind of forced to face a lot of the things you struggle with and you don't have an excuse to turn away from it i was first diagnosed with the adhd and once i was medicated for it my autism really started to come out in a very noticeable way and so i went in to be assessed for autism and i was diagnosed a few months later with the autism i think that taught me a lot to go through that process because what that really showed me is I had a good amount of time to build a relationship with my ex and we had a good opportunity and time to learn about each other and what our traits were outside of any sort of diagnosis. And so after I got diagnosed, it almost didn't really change things in many aspects. I was still Irene. It was just now we know why I flourish at certain things and why I struggled with different things and therefore we could figure out more quickly how to remedy that because we could to learn about, okay, since this certain issue stems from autism, what are ways we could work through it? I think that's really affected how I approached opening up to my current partner about my diagnosis. With my current partner... We've been dating for about four months now, I'd say. When I first met him, I was in a really good place with my diagnosis. As you can see, I have a whole channel where I talk about autism all the time. I feel very comfortable with it. I'm not ashamed of it in any sort of capacity, but that isn't to say that other people wouldn't know how to process that information and understand it, and I'm very aware of that. And so in that sense, in general, I don't just share my autism left and right all the time, but you know, if someone in my personal life were to find me on social media and learn about my autism, I really don't care. I think that's great, whatever. If they're already looking for it, it's great that they find my content. And if they have any negative thoughts, I really don't care either. I will share if someone's curious, but other than that, I won't go out of my way to be like, I'm autistic, here it is. I know you didn't ask for it, but I'm autistic, right? And so when I met my partner, what I really wanted was for us to just meet each other, see if we're compatible, see if we like each other, what our communication was like, whether that's compatible, whether that was smooth, what our conflict resolution was like. Regardless of marriage and all that stuff, is this someone I could see myself being with? and someone I want to commit my time and energy to. They also had a good idea of who I was and what they felt about me. That's when I just casually introduced to them one day that I was autistic. Let me go into the details of that a little bit more so that you guys can understand. I kind of eased him into learning about my diagnosis. The way I did that is by sharing that I had ADHD first. This is not just easier for them to understand because ADHD is, is just generally something people understand a little bit more. But he also had ADHD, so he in many ways understood a lot of the things that I went through and how I process things. And so we started to really talk about our ADHD and how that affects us, what our ADHD looks like. And so once that topic was established, I started to talk about neurodiversity in general. I would talk about autistic type of traits without the label of autism. I would talk about flat affect. I would talk about stimming. And to him, it was just under the umbrella of neurodiversity. And maybe he might've even thought of it as me talking Talking about ADHD which I mean I'm kind of am the next level for me was to talk about my job so I would talk about what it was like for me to work with autistic adults with helping coach them through certain aspects of their life relationships work routines things like that and I would educate him on what autism means to these people I got him to really understand that autism isn't what he thought it was he had you know preconceived notions of autism like everyone, but also his mother works with autistic adults. Her idea of autism and how she taught him what autism was might have been a little bit stereotyped. And so it was kind of like reshaping his idea of autism, educating him more on what autism means. Once we had a really good dialogue around the topic of ADHD, neurodiversity, and autism, that's when I finally shared with him that I myself was autistic and was diagnosed only like a year ago. Because we built such a good dialogue around neurodiversity in general, and we had such a strong, healthy, connection and communication established when I finally shared this information of autism it really wasn't a big deal that is kind of like how I dealt with sharing my autism and that is what felt right with me it was very smooth I didn't have any issues the only thing that was hard to deal with was what comes after the fact of like those little minute details of needing to figure out what works for me and what doesn't but that applies to any relationship honestly after he learned about my diagnosis i had to go through these moments of educating him on what an autistic shutdown was what a meltdown was and that's kind of hard to do in the moment when they were happening so in that aspect you know it was hard to get him to learn about that kind of stuff in real time as we were learning about each other and still getting used to each other. But the act of sharing my diagnosis with him in and of itself was really smooth and I wouldn't change anything about it. I hope that by me sharing my experience and how I dealt with this and also sharing some of the things that you should be going through in your own mind, this can help you begin to reflect on when is the right time for you to share your diagnosis with your loved one. I wish you guys luck on your journey and sharing your autism I know you guys will do great there's a lot of people out there that are a lot more open to learning about you just have good intuition listen to that inner voice listen to how your body responds to another person know when to walk away from certain partnerships that are not necessarily healthy or good for you and know when you could begin to open up and share more about yourself to those out there who are good for you and are going to be open to learning about you and growing with you other than that I will see you guys on next week's episode bye guys